0: You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, church family, welcome back to our Friday podcast. This is Brick, and I'm so grateful that you've taken a moment to pause and listen to our Friday podcast I'm really excited about this Friday's podcast because this is one of our segments where we're going to hold off on a update from one of our partners, and I'm going to share just a little bit of truth with you guys. Um, I know that for myself, I always want to be getting better at learning and growing in learning about missions and um, learning about how God calls me to be on mission, how he calls me to be a part of his mission, and I want to get better at that. And so I want to bring you along with me and have us together learn about uh, missions a little bit more. So what we're going to talk about today is something that is is pretty neat to me, and we're going to talk about missionaries. So who is a missionary? What is a missionary? Um, it's a question that I think um, we probably don't ask ourselves, but one that I think Maybe owes a little bit more of um, delving into just for us to kind of stir that up in our hearts. So, what is a missionary? Um, I guess I'm going to give the the most basic definition that I can give to what is a missionary is by saying this: a missionary is one who has been sent, and that's a really basic definition. It's also coming back from really language that's found in the Old Testament in Greek. And um, a more traditional understanding, one that's been used over really, I would say hundreds of years, is that a um, a missionary is a follower of Jesus who goes across cultural, religious, ethnic, and geographic barriers to advance the work of making disciples of all nations. right? So a missionary is someone that is that is really has a specific calling. To And I'll, I'll re-say those words, right? To go across cultural barriers, religious barriers, ethnic barriers, and geographic ones. So they're most likely moving to, to different places where the gospel's not known. They're in different cultures, interacting with different religions, different ethnicities, um, different languages to make sure that the gospel is shared and proclaimed to those people. So that's a missionary, right? And a question that you may ask yourself is: All right, so that—that's—I um, guess that's pretty specific. Because what does that mean for the rest of the body of Christ? Why—why why is that so specific? If we call missionaries just those people who go across um, geographic or cultural barriers, well, I, I think I'm going to give two reasons for that. Uh, the first one is to recognize that that is a specific calling. Um, the call to be a missionary in the New Testament is specific, and we're going to read from Acts chapter thirteen of just a little example of that. Um, it's a specific calling, um, more than more than it's a calling that's different from what is just given to a Christian that is whose life has changed and they are they're um, you know being obedient to Jesus. Uh, and then also, it's a reminder that the church that we as a whole are continually called to go to the nations. That's a specific call that is in the Great Commission, and it's found um, throughout Scripture. And so we we can't forget that. We cannot forget that even us here at Carterville are still responsible to be obedient to go to the nations. So we don't have an excuse for that. All right, Um, let me open up Acts chapter 13 and just read a, a small little example to you of what this special sending is like. And this is, we're looking at um, a mi- missionary journey, the beginning of it when Paul and Barnabas are sent out. And it says this in Acts chapter 13, uh, and I'm gonna read verses one through three. Now there were in the church at Antioch prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simeon, who was called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Menaean, a member of the court of Herod, the Tetrarch, and Saul. Right, so these guys were gathered together. While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Then, after fasting and praying, they laid their hands on them and sent them off. Right, so we can see that Barnabas and Paul, as, as commissioned missionaries, are their hands are laid on them and they are specifically sent on a missionary journey, so that's a specific calling, and that still happens today. Um, in fact, we have missionaries that we support and love, and they may be jumping geographic or cultural barriers um, to different degrees. For example, you know we love at the ministry of the Ten Forty Project, and the missionaries are there jumping huge geographic and cultural and language barriers by working in North Africa, right? But in the same way, we support church planners like Raphael Peters in Houston and Reed and Lori Guy in Chickasaw who are planning churches, spreading the gospel, and they too are jumping cultural barriers and geographic barriers, right? Um, There's a different culture that we find in Houston from Petal, Mississippi, and so they're doing the same thing, and we love and support them, and are grateful for what they're doing. All right, but the question circles around again. Well, well, what about me? Right? What about us? If if I don't feel that specific calling to be sent to go across to to a different geographic location or a different culture or ethnicity, well, ha- what what happens to me? And I want to I want to caution all of us, even myself, against two things. Number one, don't feel forgotten, right? You're still included in God's mission, and there's some incredible truth for you there. Also, don't be complacent. Those are kind of the two spectrums that we can fall on. Um, God's calling to us to make disciples of all nations is just as relevant for me as it is for any follower of his, so I can't grow complacent in that and say, oh, that's just the work of, of missionaries that are going overseas. And the way, the way that I see that, the way that I see that, that, the, that the call to make disciples is still relevant to me is, number one, I, I see that command of Jesus relevant to every believer. But also, we can see in Scripture, in, in stories in the New Testament, where, God, where Jesus uses people not to be sent as missionaries to different places, but to go back to their homes and to be a testimony and a witness to what he has done. We see that in the story of the demoniac, right? Jesus goes over and, and heals this man, and he has an amazing story. And, and the demoniac, actually, he wanted to, to leave his home and go with Jesus, but Jesus said, no, stay here. Um. And, and the demoniac goes back to his people, and we actually don't know the effects of this story, but we do know that his testimony was shared with his people in the place where he was called. S- similar story Um, in John, the woman at the well, right? The Samaritan woman at the well, Jesus has this incredible conversation with her and she stays with her people and her testimony of her interaction with Jesus leads to the people in her town to come to know Jesus. And so in these two stories, we can see that Jesus still very much calls his people to to be sent to their own home, um, and to, and to be a presence there. All right. And so this is what leads me to, I guess, maybe a new, a new word to put into our vocabulary. But, um, I would say, you know, just as much as we, as we recognize that God calls people to be missionaries, he calls every one of his believers to be missional people, right? We're called to be missional people. And that is when, when we are missional people, we're obedient to follow the Great Commission, to follow um, bringing about God's kingdom, joining him in his mission right where we're at. And so we can be doing the same things that missionaries do, the same things that our brothers and sisters that are crossing geographic cultural barriers. We can be doing the same thing where we're at. And honestly, in Petal, Mississippi, there's still going to be barriers right? That's why sharing the gospel is sometimes difficult, sometimes scary, because there's maybe emotional or relational barriers. There's even, um, gosh, there's even cultural barriers here in Petal, Mississippi that we have to jump across to share the gospel. However, we are still called to be about God's mission, to join him in his mission where we're at. So I leave you, I leave us with a couple questions, right? Um, two, two very good ones. A question that I want you to ask yourself, number one, and, and spend some time on this, ask yourself, is God calling me to be a missionary? Is he calling me to, to move my life, maybe my family, to go to the nation's? and spread the gospel. We see that that is true in Scripture. We see that happening, and we know that that's relevant today. So if the Lord is calling you to to go to the nations as a missionary, to be His presence among the lost, be obedient to that. Don't neglect that call. And in a similar fashion, one that we can all ask ourselves is, where is God calling me today? He's called me to be one of His missional people where I am at today. And so hopefully I have eyes to see where to make disciples and, and who, who to go to, to to bring into his kingdom for his sake and his glory. So I hope you'll ask yourselves those questions, that you'll take a moment to ponder those things because we are called to be a part of that. And when we are a part of his work as a missionary, as missional people, we find ourselves right in the middle of his will living to the fullest it's not easy but it's abundant life i hope you'll do that today thanks for tuning in and talking about about missionaries so i hope you have a good rest of your day ask yourself those questions thanks for tuning in